Do not adjust your headphones. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Couch Crouches. Um, I'm Jim. I'm Joe. So, uh, where have we been? That's a good question. It's funny you should mention. Um, so, there's this thing that we call life mm-hmm. that just tends to get in the way of Jesus. Everything. Every single thing, yeah. On the face of the earth. Um so uh, we apologize because people have actually asked for us where are we what are mm-hmm. we doing well we've we've been we've been living l-i-v-i-n yep um we've been locked out of twitter for a little bit yeah <laughs> i forgot bit. the password when i got my new phone there is that <laughs> and we only occasionally put like bullshit stuff on facebook so um well the whole point is is that uh joe and i um have decided to kind of come back to the original concept of what we were going to do and kind of try to do something regular. Yeah, some of yeah. fairly regular. And uh, for you Gonzo fans out there, don't worry. Don't worry. There's certainly going to still be special guest star Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, depending on his availability, um, he lives quite a bit farther away from us than we do. Like, Joe lives about five minutes from me, so... Mm-hmm. We may do these weekly, and you know Gonzo may not be with us, or he may be with us. So yeah, uh, you uh, never know, and you never know who else may be with us. Right. So, and uh, we're hoping to do like what did you say, like forty-five minutes to an hour every week. Well, so I said thirty to forty-five, but then you realistically said forty-five to an hour. <laughs> if I can get this down to to, to an hour, I'll be mm-hmm. shocked. And also, my hope is that I can do as little editing as possible on these episodes. Um, I know that's not going to actually happen, but I'd like to mm-hmm. think that we can edit them less. Uh, and by edit, the only reason I ever usually edit is either things just go so out of control that we're yeah. so completely off topic, but then we come back to it at a point where I can mm-hmm. actually, you know, yeah. cut out the bullshit in between. Mm-hmm. Or we start talking about things that just that aren't for other yeah. people's ears. <laughs> Some names come up, some stories are told, and then we realize yeah. we shouldn't say the things that we're saying. Yeah. Um, like we've joked many times, there's an entire series of uh, podcasts uh-huh. called Grouching After Dark, which is almost exclusively us really drunk. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's been uh, us really drunk, and then some of our friends really drunk, and then those episodes don't exist anymore. Except I have all the raw. Yeah. I have all the raw um <laughs> the raw audio on those um mm. I, I haven't listened back to most of them i would be so afraid <laughs> there is one great one there is one great one that i i, I want to somehow put together at some point but i don't think it's going to happen and it was one of the stories that you told joe is a master storyteller <laughs> he really is um and it was we were really drunk and it was the story you told was it about the um the um what the hell do you call it? Uh, a webcam? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the webcam girl? The webcam girl, yeah. Um, and it was hysterical, and it was so well told. And it was only like an eight-minute story. Yeah. Like, it was a perfect clip story. And it wasn't that salacious. No, and I don't – honestly, I don't even remember that girl's name, so it's uh... – Oh, God, no, you didn't – there was no name no, mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did I say that she was a stripper? I believe okay. you said she was a stripper. Oh no, it, she was doing what what her occupation indicated. Well, yeah, I mean, 
Well, that's what I was hoping she was going to do. It's a <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. It was, it, it was, it was, it was like, you, but you ended up like having like a philosophical conversation. It was, or it was like me, that, yeah. her, and another dude yeah. all having a webcam conversation, and then she left, and it was just me and the other dude, <laughs> and, and both of us sat there and stared at each other for a little bit before we were both like, I think it's time to go. So these sto- these type of stories, and many more, are what you have to to look forward to, um, with upcoming couch crouches, but um. What we're hoping to do is kind of put together a kind of format Mm -hmm. and um, really make the shows a little less train of thought. However, we are thinking of still having those really long, ridiculous ones every now and again. Right. Like, you know, like the the ever popular defending a bad movie or Mm -hmm. doing movie reviews or interviews and things like that. Those those will still be, you know, we won't cut those down to Mm -hmm. an hour or what we could do is like with interviews and stuff like that what we could do is actually cut them into several episodes right yeah and then we could start banking up episodes yeah which is what we should be doing anyway it is (laughs) so um you know it's the type of thing where if we're going to bank up episodes and then something incredible happens in between episodes we always jump on and be like Holy shit! Gotta talk about Black Panther for thirty minutes. Which I mean, um, we could talk about Black Panther for thirty minutes, but yeah, uh, maybe when we're done with this intro, um, mm-hmm. we could, uh, you know. So, but what we are hoping for is to get you, the listeners, all four of you, more involved mm-hmm. in what we do, um, and we really want to count on you guys to get the word out about what we do and of course you have no reason to get out anything because we haven't given you anything so our hope is to get more out to you you know but in order for us to give you what you want you'd have to you have to tell us which i just recently tweeted out something to just say you know to our 12 followers on twitter Send us your, you know, ideas and thoughts about things you want to hear or things you would enjoy hearing us talk about and or even just ideas for the show. Is there a segment you want to hear one of us do? Is there a do you want to, you know, what did we talk about? Relationship update for everybody around the table. You know, any any idea we will accept. We might not follow through because it might not be a great idea for what we're trying to do. But, you know, if you don't let us know what you want to hear, how can we know what you want to hear? And don't hold back. If you want to fucking troll us, troll us. Yeah. Something. Any any input is better than no input. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you never know because, like, I've been trolled before and then have made gold out of that shit. Right, yeah. So, you know, and you're talking to, to three guys, like right now two of us, but, even you know, Gonzo as well. We don't have any shame. No. We have little shame because we know that people th- that we wouldn't want to hear this aren't going to listen. No, so, yeah. you know, like I'm not worried about my mother or my mother-in-law listening to this fucking podcast. And my mom has no idea how, what a podcast even is. I'm more worried about Joe's mom listening to this <laughs> show than I am about my own mom because I'm afraid Joe's mom will judge me. So, you know. No. That's not my mom. She'll just make fun of me. I mean, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's just 
it's nice to be back in front of some yeah. microphones and actually been, having a conversation. It's been a, it's been a bit. Yeah. Um, I think the last time we did an episode on The Room. Yeah. I think that is our last episode that we put out. And, you know, humorously enough, um, Joe and I had the opportunity to go see The Room in the movie theater. Oh, man. What an experience that was. Um, it's quickly becoming like Rocky Horror. Oh, yeah. I mean, before long. And I've heard that there are very raucous viewings mm-hmm. of The Room. Um, see, we're getting train of thought here, but what the hell? Yeah. Um, I mean, really, we're, we're only eight and a half minutes in. Uh, evidently, like, you know, it's starting to get really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to make a point to do that. Again. I mean, I'm sure Tommy's loving it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, do you, hear, do you hear he wants to play the Joker now? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> it's, oh, boy. Oh, hi, Batman. <laughs> I wonder how much butt we would get. How much Joker butt could we get? Just like pasty, yeah. white, melty ass. Melty. <laughs> so I, 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 people have agreed with me when I said this. Like my descri- my physical description of Tommy Wiseau, is like a muscular guy, or like, um, a candle mm-hmm. carved into this muscular guy that was just left outside for too long. Yeah. So it's kind of drippy and mm-hmm. and saggy, and and, and it, he looks like melty. That's yeah. the word Gonzo uses. Mm-hmm. Melty. Which he looks would be, melty. He's he's mid transformation Clayface. That's the villain he should be. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if he's turning into Clayface or right. becoming um, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, that's the question. Um, that type of nerd shit mm-hmm. is exactly what you can you look for in an episode of Couch Crouches. Um, yeah, we're looking we're looking to to format some shit. Yeah, and we wanna we wanna do this more. And you know, hang out more. Yeah. That's that's the that's the best part about this podcast is it just means we get to hang out as friends more. Well, you know, and you know, I'm not the type of person that often um, expresses that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that know me and people that know my relationship with with a lot of my friends, I'm often the kind of guy that's like there for people like mm-hmm. you know like you know you understand yeah I, i'm like that with a lot of my friends yeah. um but i very seldom express you know well i would like this mm-hmm. and it was nice when joe's like we need to be hanging out more yeah. and i'm like well of course we need to be hanging out more you're five minutes away from us mm-hmm. and i think there should be one thing that we should do yeah in this um podcast um an episode or two is you and i searching for the perfect dive bar yeah. Like, I think that would be a really cool That'd be a good, quote yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Um, Once I'm drinking again. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, oh, we should, we should talk about that. About? About input. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> not that. No, well, we could talk about that. <laughs> but Joe and I are what I like to call nominally Catholic. Yeah, cafeteria Catholic. I always, like I say, I, I, I consider myself culturally Catholic. Oh, yeah. So I'm Italian and French Canadian, actually mm-hmm. more French Canadian than Italian, but those are my two major ethnic origins. Mm-hmm. So what that effectively means is I am genetically Catholic. Yeah. Um, you're in much of the same I'm, yeah, position. I'm half Irish. And you're, then, well, you're green Irish. You're real. Yeah, yeah you're real not, Irish. You're not orange. And Irish. then uh, our apologies to our or- to our Protestant <laughs> Irish friends out there. I'm sure it's something you hear all the time. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. And then uh, I'm a quarter Italian and then a quarter German, but. My the German part of my family is just the uh, the sternness and then the uh, you know the party affiliation. But <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but um, no, it's a it's a very 
I was raised in a very Catholic house. Well, yeah, your family too. And uh, yeah, so so what did we do? Like idiots, Joe and I decided to give something up for Lent. And it was. And what yeah. did you give up, Joe? I gave up drinking for Lent for yeah. a litany of reasons. Now, my friend Joe is not a drunk. No. But he plays one real well. Uh huh. Um, I could I could be if I really tried yeah, a little yeah. harder. And, you know, I'm not one to judge because I certainly um, – it's certainly a role that I have taken on many times in my life myself and excelled at, if mm-hmm. I do say so myself. Um, I have been quite the drunk. Um, but, yeah, Joe said to me – and, of course, it, because of Joe giving up drinking for Lent, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to give up something for yeah. Lent. So – I also have something, uh, a motive behind it as well, just like Joe's got a motive behind mm-hmm. him giving up drinking for Lent, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Okay. I gave up playing video games for mm-hmm. Lent. Um, now, I didn't realize how insidious... Well, I guess we'll start with me. I didn't realize how mm-hmm. insidious that's going to be. Yeah. Like, I knew that I play video games. So just, uh, you know, I, I, um, I often will come home and sit down... And fire up the MMO that I play. I play Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what's up, fairy server? Um, and I'll play for a couple hours, uh-huh. and, and I'll get on. You know, I'll g- get on Discord and talk to my friends, and we'll mm-hmm. bullshit. We'll play Final Fantasy. Yeah. You know, one of the things I do is um, I talk with you know one of my very best friends on the face of the earth, Mark, mm-hmm. um, who uh, you know he and I have known each other for twenty years, and he moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could there'd be an entire bullshit podcast on that too. <laughs> Um, but the, you know, that's the only time we really get to talk now mm-hmm. is on discord. So I was, pl- I've, been, I've been playing a lot more when I went back, I'd stopped playing final fantasy for like a year mm-hmm. when I went back, it was because, you know, we were all going to start playing together and having right, a good yeah. time. So it's, you know, mostly it's me, Mark, my friend, Dan, who, you know, mm-hmm. my friend Patrick, and then this guy, Steven, who's super cool. And we all effectively are in a guild together. And, yeah. You know, we play. Right. Yeah. So. But besides that, mm-hmm. um, I also, like, on the weekends, I'll just randomly, like, throw in a video game and play it. Yeah. Like, so I was playing Bioshock Infinite for a while, and mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet, but it's yeah. so incredible. I love that but, game. like, I just needed a break, so I threw in Skyrim and rolled mm-hmm. a new Skyrim character. And you can never go wrong playing no. Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I know. Every, and you know what? It's just, like, every other time you play Skyrim, I'm like, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to play um, – a mage character. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to join the College of Winterhold and I'm going to play a mage character. Mm-hmm. Five hours into the game, I'm a member of the Thieves Guild. Yeah. I'm a fucking archer. I join the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> I, I, I'm crafting, like I'm, I'm, I'm leveling via, mm-hmm. via smithing and yep. enchanting. Same fucking character every time. Yep. It never fails. Yeah. It never fails. And I just fall into it. Like I know yeah. it's coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what I want to do right now? I feel like making 40 iron daggers. Yep. And I'm going to enchant them all with uh, with uh, turn undead and then make all that money back. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, but beyond just that, like I, I've given up video games, which means when I want to waste time at work, I don't even play games on my phone. Right. Or if I'm on the shitter. That's. I don't even play games on my phone. That's taken. That's. I didn't know that was how far you were taking it. I that's am not awesome. playing any video games. That's awesome. Nothing. Mm-hmm. No mobile games. No MMOs. No video. No 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 video games. Mm-hmm. Nothing. 
Uh, my wife is looking at me right now with like a smile on her face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know this bitch hasn't given anything up for Lent. You're a week late. <laughs> That's all right. Gonzo's giving up cigarettes oh, for Lent. Yeah. Um. Now, Joe. Yeah. I. Uh... Oh, well, hold on. Let me finish mine. Actually, okay. because yours is gonna take a while. Mm. Um, but but I had ulterior motives for this. Yeah. Um. I suffer. I'm bipolar, so I suffer from these like bouts of depression. So, mm -hmm. and I was just I was it was self perpetuating. I was making it happen. Yeah. So I'd come home, and I feel like my house is caving in around me. Mm -hmm. So my house is a fucking mess, and I have all this time after work to do stuff with my house. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather procrastinate, play video games, and not do anything. Right. And then I get upset because I haven't done anything. It's, mm -hmm. it's like a yes, it's a vicious cycle, but it sounds fucking stupid, doesn't it? It's yeah, coming from a you know, it's I I need to fix the problem, but rather than fixing the problem. I'm gonna Just put off, push it off for another day, you know? but then get upset that I haven't fixed right, the yeah. problem, <laughs> and resolve to fix the right. problem, and then come home and not, and it's just over and over and over again. It's the salad tomorrow problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I still, you know, if I did, you know, like I've lost eighty pounds mm -hmm. because I've had to work at it. Yeah. If it's, well, I'll, I'll start tomorrow. Right. I'll start the salad tomorrow. Yeah. I'll start tomorrow. You know, if I kept doing that, you know, I'd still be over four hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. So. So that was really part of the ulterior motive behind me quitting video games. Like mm -hmm. That's what I chose, why yeah. I chose it. Um, Joe, <laughs> and I'll let him talk, but mm -hmm. my friend Joe, who I love, by the way. Yeah, I love you too, Joe, man. I love you. My friend Joe makes really bad decisions yes. when drinking. Yes. My friend Joe makes really really bad decisions mm -hmm. when drinking and the problem is sometimes those bad decisions those, yeah. <laughs> bleed onto other people and i'm glad gonzo's not here for this mm -hmm. because his vitriol would yeah. be so thick and he'd have so much right to mm -hmm. like take an hour to bitch yeah and be very difficult to wind his way around names and stuff mm -hmm. like that but Joe, well, yeah. Joe, I uh, so there's I I gave up drinking a week before Lent because um, I was uh, talking to some people that I should not have been talking to about some things that I shouldn't have been talking about. We'll put it that way. I feel like that's obscure enough. Indeed. <laughs> um, but then it's also another reason is. I was on a real downward spiral with my anxiety and depression, and rather than dealing with it the healthy way, which was what I told my therapist I was doing, I was just drinking and numbing myself from the world around me and then being upset that I was so numb. So it got to a point where I was like, I was at work and I would be thinking to myself, I can't wait to get my next drink. And then I would think to myself, that sounds like someone with a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, maybe. And, and originally I was just going to give up hard liquor because hard liquor is when I make all my really bad decisions because that's because you fall asleep before you get drunk on beer. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was, you know, I, the night before 
I gave up drinking. I drank, well, two nights before I gave up drinking, I drank three quarters of a bottle of, uh, what is it? Four Roses? Is that the bourbon? Four Roses, Four roses? yep. I drank three quarters of a bottle of Four Roses. Which is a really good cheap bourbon. Yeah. For, for a cheap bourbon, that's one of your better cheap bourbons, oh, yeah. by the way. Um, and we're not getting any any sponsorship dollars. but No, and I apologize, Angel's Envy, but it was, <laughs> I don't. I don't like to get drunk drunk on Angel's Envy because it's too good. Let's put it you that way. You feel guilty about <laughs> yeah. getting drunk on Angel's Envy, yeah. But, Unless um, somebody else bought it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I did that, and then the night after, I drank the rest of that bottle and then started in on a bottle of Jack Daniels. And that's when the big bad decision happened, which then I decided I was going to give up hard liquor. But I was going to stick with beer because I was like, well, I can drink beer and not get drunk and everything's fine. But then I thought to myself – do I really need it? Do I really need to like have the beer in my life still? Like, do I need to keep ingesting alcohol? And I really, when it came down to it, I was like, you know what? I don't like, I, I can go out to a bar and hang out with my friends and not get alcohol and still have a good time. And I've done that. And it was hard the first week. Because sure. we were in the show together. Oh, yeah, I know. And we were both not having a fun time. <laughs> but, um, you know, like after the show, we went out and all my friends were having some booze. And I sat at the table and I was like, ah, I really want some booze. And then I thought to myself, and that's why it's a good thing I'm not drinking booze because I want it so much. And um, my replacement drink has become seltzer. I drink a lot of seltzer yeah. as it is. Yeah, seltzer replaced a lot of my soda drinking. Mm -hmm. So... I'm still addicted to Diet Coke. Yeah, as you're aware, mm -hmm. I drink a lot of Diet Coke. But um, when I, I I've cut down considerably. Yeah, and I drink a lot of seltzer too. Mm -hmm. Seltzer's good. And seltzer is really good. And it, Go ahead. I don't know what it is, but like in the bar setting, having the taste of seltzer, maybe it's because I used to drink a lot of vodka sodas. But like, just that flavor is like this is enough for me to like feel like I'm at the bar and having a good time. Club soda and and lime yeah. is is really good for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I can so are you enjoying flavored seltzers? Yeah. Have yeah. you got a brand that you choose or a brand or flavor that you um, prefer? I mean, I typically go for polar just cuz that's what we have in the house. I just blow your mind. Yeah. The single best flavored flavor of seltzer on the face of the earth in my opinion mm -hmm. is polar uh blueberry uh, blueberry lemonade. I have not had that yet. It, is it? It will blow your mind yeah. how fucking good it is. Like because you'll drink it, it's just like this isn't a soda, mm -hmm. and it it's so fucking good. Yeah. Oh my god, just getting excited <laughs> thinking about it. It's so fucking good. So but yeah, so, I recommend uh, it. I, yeah, go out and get some. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to stop by. I've been I've been going to the grocery store a lot more just lately. I, I had to go today so that I could bake some bread. It was you know because I, <laughs> I had my friend over to teach her how to bake bread. And we, I woke up this morning to check that, that I had all the ingredients. And there's four fucking ingredients in bread. It's flour, salt, yeast, and water. And then I looked at the yeast, and all the yeast was expired in 2015. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, uh, maybe that's why our bread hasn't been rising so well. I'm going to go buy some more yeast. And then we also – I like to have cornmeal on the bottom just for the little, yeah. little texture. And um, also makes it easier. Get we didn't have any cornmeal in the house. I had to go pick that up. But then I, I think I've gone to the grocery store like three times this weekend just to pick up things that I needed. Oh, actually four because I went twice on Friday. Well, since Jame and I have been um, – have been um, 
you know, eating better and and losing as much weight as we have been. Uh, and we don't eat out mm-hmm. at almost at all. Like at very seldom. Like a, like we got we got delivery right, yeah. l- last Saturday when we when we had board games, but that was the first time in a mm-hmm. really long time that we'd eaten out. Yeah. So, um, and she didn't even eat. Right. You know. So, um. Yeah, we find ourselves shopping quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we. Uh, my wife likes to go to BJ's and buy like bulk stuff. Yeah, and we have a freezer downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like full of meat now. It's like it's like really full of meat. Yeah, like there's like full of meat. I have no fucking idea what I'm gonna do with, but yeah. I guess that's a. That's not a bad problem. That's a to have. real. Yeah. That's a real white person one percent mm-hmm. fucking problem. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, I have so much food. I don't know what. To do with it mm-hmm. wow that's first world problems oh yeah <laughs> so conversation like these and more you'll be finding on your couch crouch episodes couch i know crouch this episodes. is it's conversations like this that are why we need a format because we just jumped like six topics well you know we're only 25 minutes in so wow. we're still we're doing we're okay doing all right um yeah so you know I'll tell you what, a lot of that is kind of, you know, what we're discussing kind of answers a lot of the question of where we've been. That's true. Um, and that's partially what this episode is about. Yeah. So if not all of what it's about, depending on how long we go. You know, I know that, you know, you've you've had some big changes in your life. Yeah. I, uh, when do we do the room? I don't fucking remember. It was I over, the, look, over the summer, I think. Yeah, it was over the summer. Yeah. yeah. It was either June or July. Yeah. So I, uh, since then have gone through two actual adult jobs yeah I, yeah but you but it's not like you qu- not like you got fired no yeah you, i you you progressed in your career i did i uh i got offered a full-time job as a uh, building substitute in plainville and like two weeks into the school year i got a call from a job that i had interviewed for back in like april or may and they were like so we just had another position open up and you were really good your last interview, so we're not even going to bother doing an interview process. Do you want a full-time job? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I would like to make good money and have benefits available to me when, you know, everything falls apart. And When uh, I move out of my mom's house. It's coming up soon. Um, so my wife is um, look, showing me something on the computer, that on her computer that she wants me to look at. What does it say? And is this from a website? No, it just came up. Then oh, it's it, Windows 10. Then it's Windows yeah. 10. Do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My wife's a little paranoid about this computer. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah. you t- and so, when you yeah. move out of your mom's house. That's going to be coming up late April, early May. I don't Fingers be, crossed. I don't want to be cynical, mm-hmm. but I'll believe it when I see it. I'm I'm working on it. I know you are. Um, okay. I've recently gotten out of a relationship. I didn't know we were going there, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Which, uh, that's, I mean, that's all I really need to say about it, but I guess any ladies listening, Joe's back on the market. <laughs> um, what, what other big changes have I done? I'm going to be 25 soon. Wow. 25. And that's how everybody's reaction has been like, oh, yeah, you're so old, huh? And I'm just like. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. 25 is a big deal. It is. 25 is a big deal. Um. I didn't really – it didn't hit me until I was 27 mm-hmm. 
that I was, I, you know, I was becoming literally a grown ass man at that mm-hmm. point because, and I've said this before to friends and things like that, but I don't think I've said it on recording. Um, you know, 20, mm-hmm. 21, 22, even 23. Yeah. You're in your early 20s, mm-hmm. which early 20s, like that's like, you know, yeah. that's college age, perky boobs type fucking, that's, 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 tw- you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. early 20s, man. You know, you can sleep for an hour, you can drink for a week, you yeah. know, you, it's all that good stuff. And then it's like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're 24, 25, 26 in my mid 20s mm-hmm. well now like you've leveled up like right. you're just like yeah. boom it's like all right you are literally epic level 20s mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like you you are you are the best 20 something that you're gonna possibly uh-huh. be like that's it 25 20 25 26 like that's the shit you know mm-hmm. you move out of your parents house you know finally because you're done with college no no really because mm-hmm. you're done with college right maybe you meet the person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with perhaps that's what happened to me uh-huh. um or or maybe you just like start dating like it's your job and there's just you're throwing your dick out mm-hmm. everywhere like that's that age you know where you know you're in your mid-20s and you're starting to kind of form your life mm-hmm but then I hit 27 and I'm like, oh shit, I'm in my late 20s. Yeah. 30 is mm-hmm. closer than 20 is. <laughs> oh shit. Uh-huh. 30 didn't bother me at all. No. 30 didn't bother me at all. 41 has bothered me more than 40. Yeah. Here's why. Because I turned 41 and I'm like, holy shit. I was 40 last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> wow. Like, in less than 10 years, mm-hmm. I'm going to be 50. Right. I'm a 41-year-old boy. <laughs> like, I am a child, mm-hmm. man. I just told you I gave up video games yeah. for Lent. <laughs> we have we have reverse problems. I gave up drinking. You gave up video games. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? Well, I mean, I've been an old man since I was like 13. So. You are one of the oldest 25-year-olds that I've ever met. It's or 24-year-olds my, I've ever uh, met. At my, at my current job, all my kids always call me the old man because I'll be like at work and I'll be complaining about my back's hurting or something like that. And they'll just go, oh, old man Joe, it's getting to be he's getting to be cranky at the end of the day. So you got the fucking mountain man beard, though. I That's do, it. yeah, which I like it a lot. I yeah. like I have, I've, I've never let it get this long before. And, yeah. I, and now that I go to a barber shop because I'm a grown man and I should not be cutting my own hair, just shaving it all off all the time, <laughs> I should pay someone professionally to make me look good. Well, I mean, you're making barber shop money now, right. so and you know, <laughs> I get to I get to walk into my barber shop and he knows exactly. I mean, it's my same barber shop I used to go to in high school, and he immediately recognized me and was like, "All right, what are we gonna do?" And now I get to just walk in and he knows what we're gonna do because. So I've been going to a, a chain. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not usually someone who's big on, you know, like, going to, like, you know, cheap cuts or whatever the right, fucking yeah. place to call it. But I've been going to this chain, and I'm not going to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I go to the same girl at the chain for the most part. But the cool thing is, you know, and you'll probably figure this it's it's sports clips. Um, <laughs> like, for a couple extra dollars, mm-hmm. she'll, like, wash your hair mm-hmm. and fucking do the whole thing. It's like, yeah. oh, that's dope. Um, it's nice. 
I used to go to uh, Josh and I, our my our, our friend, our mutual friend Josh, who's also in his, you know, who's also my age. We used to go to this barber shop in Hartford, downtown mm-hmm. Hartford. We used to it's like a, it's a like it's it's like a it's like not like it's a men's place, but yeah. you walk in and there's free beer on tap. Mm-hmm. There's Playboys That's and awesome. there's general gentlemen's magazines. There's a humidor, mm-hmm. and not only do you go to get you can get your hair cut, you can get your face shaved, you can get a male manicure. You mm-hmm. can. It's really a fucking cool place. Yeah. It's got like an old school twenties barber shop vibe. Yeah, complete with like like Ita- like Italian men mm-hmm. to do your fucking hair, um, little old men to shine your shoes. Like really cool shit. <laughs> it's really expensive. Expensive, yeah. Though. <laughs> really fucking expensive. I mean, yeah. So, um, but yeah, no. So, but yeah, I've been going to a chain, get my hair mm-hmm. cut. And it's not too bad. Of course, I don't get my hair cut nearly as much as I probably should. Yeah. So I get shagged out. But I go once every few months. It's just like only because of the sides and back. That's pretty much all I get cut. And then he'll trim a little bit on the front, so I don't look like a total schlub. But and now and now that I have the big beard, he like trims that down, so it yeah. looks clean. Yeah. I appreciate it. He's a, it's a young dude that I go to, and he's like, you know, got to look good for the ladies. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I appreciate it. But I gotta say, the good thing is like, you don't have a hipster vibe going, like with the no. beard. Like, like you've got like a like a you've got like a fucking grown man beard. Like you're not trying to like. I'm not waxing my mustache and twirling it up like a. <laughs> I really feel like if you started doing that, I'd have to kick your ass. That's totally fair. Yeah, you know, and the moment you start like skinny jeans lumberjack no nah, i can't do it I, i'm just i'm i'm gonna hurt you very badly i like a good for your flannel own good i do like a good flannel dude <laughs> i was a kid in the 90s yeah, right. i love a good flannel but you know no skinny jeans are not i gotta <laughs> jack what actually said to me today this is his friend he bakes yeah. bread with um we were talking about pants because the only like casual pants i have are jeans and she said I just feel like jeans oppress my legs. And I was like, I've never heard it referred to as that, but that's how I would feel in skinny jeans. Yeah, but she's yeah, but she's also a, a fitness yeah. freak and and is very muscular, mm-hmm. so I, I imagine anything yeah. would really you know, any any tight type of mm-hmm. woven thing like a pair of jeans yeah. would like you know, like make her feel constrained. Yeah, mm-hmm. not that, that that oppresses was, my, my legs. That's it was pretty so funny. funny. Would have been sexier if she said it oppresses my thighs. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I could oppress your thighs. I love you, Jacqueline. Um, I wonder if she'll listen to this. She's a big nerd. I imagine she she'll listen. Hi, Jacqueline. I want to have her on the show at some point because she's a cosplayer, and I want to talk to girl cosplayers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we've got a bunch of goofy ideas of things that we think we want to do. But, yeah. Um. Again, format is what keeps. Yeah. Is what we, you know, formats, you know, one of those things that stops us dead in our tracks when we mm-hmm. start looking at each other, kind of like lost, like two idiots going, I don't know what you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you mm-hmm. want to do? So we'll figure it out. If you guys can help us, yeah. give us subjects of things you want to talk about. Like, like you know, we could talk about, we could talk about the same shit every week mm-hmm. and have it always be different. Yeah. Um, like we could do like, like a recap format and then, you know, another. You know, like, like a recap section and then another section and then like what the bulk of our thing is about the subject of the podcast mm-hmm. and then a closing or something yeah. we could do it so it's uh, and we got plenty of ways to contact us we got facebook we got twitter we got uh couch grouches at gmail.com we got uh you know there's you can you can reach out to us any way that you choose to at some point we might get an instagram or snapchat depending we want to be cool with the youngins you know yeah, <laughs> 
keep it hip and uh, hip and with it. You need to shut the fuck up. I don't <laughs> even talk like that. No, I I there was a the joke that we used to always make in college was uh, we're young, we're hip, and we're into Daft Punk. That was our <laughs> that was how we claimed to be young. <laughs> we're young, we're hip, we're into Daft Punk. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, but I'm old. Like I'm old, and it was like I remember he talked about Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, I had heard the name, but didn't know a lot about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like electronic music. Yeah, I don't like EDM at all. But like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, again, I'm 41 years old, so mm-hmm. like you know, 80s and 90s music is yeah. pretty cool. And you know, I've always been into the uh, it's okay to be gay in English type music, mm-hmm. like like Depeche Mode and Duran Duran and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of you know. And then of course you go into like more heavy like you know, as a kid like like all like like the rave music and shit like that. So I mean I like electronic music mm-hmm. and I like pop music to an extent, but I really not didn't know a whole lot of Daft Punk. I didn't really get introduced to Daft Punk until Tron Legacy. Yeah. By the way, that fucking soundtrack is dope. It is a good soundtrack. Dope. But yeah. like I wasn't expecting to see two guys in fucking like Darth Vader helmets. Yeah. Or like 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 fucking like like super like like fucking like super futuristic mm-hmm. fucking motorcycle helmets. I'm like. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And who's the other dude that wears the goofy helmet? Oh, uh, 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 Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse 5. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, this is a thing? I guess so. I it's, feel yeah. old. I feel old. You know, let's, you know. My rock stars did heroin. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you guys have people wearing sh- fucking shit on their yeah. head. That's really, I mean, our joke was we're younger, hipper, into Daft Punk. I don't know if I listened to any Daft Punk that wasn't on the Tron like Yeah, I, I mean, you know. I mean, I've, I've heard songs on the radio and well, shit. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. It's, I've been an old man. To, I've listened to Sinatra in the car on the ride over. It's yeah, but that's, again, that's cultural. Mm-hmm. You listen to Sinatra for the same reason that you're Catholic. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's racially expected. Like, mm-hmm. you know... I, you know, I I listen to Sinatra. I think of my dad, mm-hmm. and I do, and I and I so I listen to Sinatra fondly. I think of yeah. my dad, um, Scott Sinatra. I think of my dad, or I think of my grandfather. I listen to Sinatra because it was the first music that I sang. Like we were out like in front of people. That wasn't like a musical theater thing. We were doing karaoke, and I sang a Sinatra song, and everybody freaked out. And I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. And now it's yeah. like. I tell people all the time because people ask me to sing for them and I'll be like, I'll tell you the way you get me to sing for you. You give me three glasses of whiskey and then you play a Sinatra song and I will serenade you for the rest of the fucking night. Fair enough. Yeah, I was, um, I was, I don't know, like I was raised on, I was raised on a lot of different kinds of music. So mm-hmm. it's very cool. Like when I was a kid, so like, some people get um, lullabies or like nursery rhymes or shit mm-hmm. when they're a kid, or you know. My I, the first song I ever learned was um, if you're a Beatles fan, it was like you know, woke up, fell out of bed, dragged comb <laughs> across my head. Like when I was, when I was a little kid, I sang that. Mm-hmm. Um, or musical theater. Yeah. Like my mom used to sing to me like the Sound of Music, mm-hmm. do a deer, a female, you know all that shit, right? Uh-huh. You know, so I, like my, my lullabies were like Beatles tunes and show tunes, and my grandfather would like hum um, Sinatra or like 
Victimone mm-hmm. or like he'd play like Perry Como albums and shit like that. So yeah, I think of Sinatra, I think of my, my dad, or I think of my Italian grandfather, mm-hmm. or I think of that scene. Although I don't know why I think of this scene because in in, in the scene I'm thinking from Goodfellas, they're not listening to Sinatra, no. they're listening to doo wop music. Mm-hmm. Um, which whenever I hear doo-wop music, I think of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the scene of like the picnic, yeah, they're they're having in the back like the big sausage on the grill mm-hmm. and like they're eating the sausage, stupid shit. Like, like yeah. I, I think like that. I totally think of my grandfather oh, and I yeah. think of that scene because I used to every Sunday in the summer I would go to that freaking barbecue with my family. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just random shit. Sorry. Yeah. They, t- uh, tangents like this and many more can be found <laughs> on episodes of Couch Grouches. Mm-hmm. Which we were talking earlier about tangents, and it's just like, well, we didn't have an actual theme other than where have we been and why haven't we been here? And it's we've gotten a pretty pretty well, good episode out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, right now we're at thirty nine minutes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, no, we are at forty minutes and forty three seconds. Hey, we're, we got, we we're got still it. sticking to format. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the good thing about this is not just um, where have we been. It's kind of to reacquaint people with who we are. Yeah. You know, even the people that do listen to us, you know, you know, sometimes it's, you know, Jim's the, the, the loud, obnoxious guy that fucking hates Gonzo. And Joe's the kind of guy that tries to keep the peace and, mm-hmm. you know, make everybody love each other. Not really who we are. You know, no, first yeah. of all, I love Gonzo. But um, and then Gonzo's the fucking Star Wars extended universe fucking guy. Right. And I want to fucking punch his dick. Um <laughs> But no, we're you know it's you know it's just yeah we're getting people... we're getting into who we are as yeah, humans in yeah. this episode, and kind of how and why we interact the way we do. Yeah. So well, we hope you can hope you will indulge us. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal is to be a little less train of thought, but of course, you know, we got to ask you to help us do that. Yeah. Because you know? um, shit, man, we could do an entire show about why jo- why Joe gave up drinking for Lent. <laughs> Because I could totally like give my opinions and comments yeah, and things like be, that. Uh, I feel like that would quickly descend into grouching after dark. Though. Probably, um, <laughs> it would be the first sober grouching after dark yeah. ever. <laughs> um, but I will uh, really quick um, because I don't know if she picked up on Mike. Um, hey, Jamie. Jamie, my wife, Jamie. Jamie, say hello. Hello. Say it again. Okay, she may not have picked up. She says hello. <laughs> yeah. I do. I say it. Okay, I, I don't think we can hear. Um, but yeah, no, this you know we this will be the uh, we'll eventually get her on the podcast yeah. too. No, we'll definitely get her on the podcast. I mean, she's usually here while we're recording, right? So <laughs> she's fucking unobtrusive. So mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, we uh, I don't know. It's it's just we're just kind of trying to get our feet wet again and yeah. start doing this. Um, it does feel kind of weird doing without Gonzo. It is a little weird. But it doesn't – I don't feel like we're cheating on Gonzo. Like, I no. don't feel like we're cheating on Gonzo. Gonzo has always called himself special guest. Yeah. And now he can really be special guest. And the original concept was just me and Joe bitching. Like, the original concept of Couch Grouches was you and I, was just you and I bitching, yeah. bitching I about pop was, culture. Well, it was also you and I were sitting on a couch, and we had, like, a 30-minute-long conversation about cheese, and then we talked about why aren't we – like, why don't we have a podcast? Was it a and conversation then, about cheese? It was something like cheese, and then Jamie came in from outside and was just like, yeah, just start a podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, so I guess Dramatis Persona, I, 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 who are we? Um, I'm Jim. Um, I live in this house with my wife, Jamie. We've been married for – 
almost 15 to be 15 years this year she's looking at me to make sure i got it right we've been together 19 years um i own all the audio equipment mm -hmm. um so any of the bad sound is my fault um and uh i got a couple friends of mine together and yeah one of them is my buddy joe and uh yeah i'm joe i uh am like i said going to be 25 very soon i uh got my real adult job my adult degree and uh i spend a lot of time with jim jim and i have been friends for seven years now? no six no it's, it's either six or seven it's because godspell was five which means producers godspell was 2014 was it it was 2014 so producers was 2013 so, five, so we've been friends five years five years yeah. it feels longer it does it does, it does. Is your mom over the fact that you're friends with a guy 16 years your your, your senior now? I, she, I feel like she hasn't been bothered by that in a very long time. I feel like it's – I'm an adult now. I can hang out with whoever well, That's the thing. Like, you get to a point in your life where you start being friends with people. Like, I mean, I've got friends that are 50, 60 years old. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've got friends that are 17, 18 years right. old. Um, Which is a big part of – theater community in general yeah no I, I you know and that's what i can attribute a lot of that to is mm -hmm. the fact that because joe and i are and gonzo are all involved in the theater we'll let gonzo talk to about himself the next time he's here because we're all in, you know involved in the theater we have the and i would say it's 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 a it's an advantage it's a it's a it's a it's a positive thing in our oh, life yeah. that you know, we have a, a, a multicultural, multi-generational, you know, multi-socio situation here, you know, where people from all walks of life are our friends. Yeah. You know, to the point where sometimes it shocks me mm -hmm. how sheltered other people's lives are or yeah. how much people aren't mm -hmm. familiar with, you know. Right certain things i'll tell you one i'll tell you one that really hit me hard mm -hmm. it was very early um i was out of high school so just give you background um my dad was catholic my mother is jewish so i grew up in a vortex of guilt mm -hmm. but as a result you know a lot of the jewish culture i was very familiar with i also lived in a town that had a very large Jewish population, mm -hmm. um, and the town I lived next to had even an even bigger Jewish population. Right. So I was very familiar with 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 very familiar with Jews and Judaism. Mm -hmm. Like I knew a lot about it. Going out into the world, I met people that had never met a Jew in their mm -hmm. life or didn't know anything about Jews. You're from New Britain, so you know yeah. about Jews. Yeah, but didn't know anything about Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Anything. Or were straight up hostile about uh, Jewish yeah. people. It's like, wow, mm -hmm. that exists in the Northeast? Or I'm, uh, my town is also has a lot of black people in it. And mm -hmm. I have friends with a lot of black people. Right, yeah. And friends with a lot of brown people. Friends with a lot of yellow people. Like, mm -hmm. friends with a lot of people of different races. And a lot of cultures, and it doesn't occur to me when I meet new people that they might not have the same exposure mm -hmm. to multiple cultures. So when they say something or they do something, 
I had to stop myself from going, what the fuck is the matter with right, you? And realize, yeah. oh, you just have absolutely mm-hmm. no idea. Like, yeah. you don't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you, you I mean, well, yeah, where you're like, from is extremely, not all, well, not yeah. only you have the advantage also of being the child of an educator. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, oh, go it, ahead. I mean, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, growing up, it was all public school. There was never any chance of us ever doing anything else because that was how my parents were. They were just like, you you don't get the life experience that you should have if you're, you know, sheltered from all these other cultures. So you go out and it meant that I was friends with, you know, multicultural people, you know, and then, you know, getting into, you know, in the as you're growing up and you find out, you know, your friends are, you know, they come from all these different walks of life because you've gone through this part. And then New Britain as a town itself is full of, you Very know, diverse. Super diverse town. And then you go one town over and you're in Berlin and all of a sudden, you know, my cousins who lived in Berlin had maybe one or two people in their entire graduating class that yeah, were some non-white. White. Yeah, there, there's a lot of white folks in Berlin. And it's, you know. Now, I went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about Catholic schools, Catholic schools not like other private schools. Other right. private schools are, 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 again, predominantly yeah. fucking white people mm-hmm. or, or rich people of color. Right. For, you know, in Catholic school, you've got people of many different socioeconomic things for mm-hmm. many different reasons. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I feel like Catholic school is different than public school in that, I mean, I feel like public school, even in public school, the races tend to sometimes segregate themselves. A little bit, yeah. But I really feel like it was very, very blatant. Mm-hmm in my high school yeah now keep in mind everybody i'm 16 years older than joe mm-hmm. so i graduated from high school in 1994 it was the year after i was born so you guys what we're doing you're dealing with like kind of a, a different time period i mean certainly you know it's not like i was born before civil rights or anything like that yeah. but i was always kind of looked at weird by some of kids because i was friends with everybody mm-hmm. because of where i came from yeah so and as much as my school tried to be like a fucking like you know like um a fucking john hughes movie yeah. like you know everything was you know very class clicky because mm-hmm. people realize that that's what the breakfast club is about is about mm-hmm. class warfare and how you know people can get over it if they just get to know each other mm-hmm. um yeah i guess that's the communist talking there <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though if you look at it, it is like, um i was the kid that tried to get along with it. just just got along with everybody because i was yeah. the funny kid right I was the funny kid, so everybody was, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was a weird kid. Yeah, I was still the weird kid. But mm-hmm. like, but there was a subset of kids that really didn't like me, and they were often like the fucking privileged kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. And I mean, you know, it it's kids had to have hated. Yeah, you. kids had to have hated you. Well, you were the was, fucking principal's I was, son. It, it was a mixed bag because you had the kids who I somehow became one of the popular kids. Did you really? in all this like? I was friends with all the nerds because I was in like all the AP classes, and I, you know, all the all the book smart kids were friends with me. And then I was a music kid, so like all the musical theater kids were friends with me. And then you played the horn too. So. Yeah, I was I was friends with, uh, you know, I was a band kid, I was a choir kid, I was a you know drama kid, and then I I made friends with a bunch of the you know sports players and things like that. But there was there was definitely a, a subsection of kids that were just like you know they didn't like me because I had the same last name as the principal who was you know passing out their suspension papers and, and all that stuff. Um, 
And then everybody always was just like, oh, you're the principal's son, so you get to cut in the lunch line, you get to do all this stuff. And I was like, no, pretty much the only thing that I get different than anybody else is when I get called to the principal's office, it's because he found out from one of my teachers that I didn't pass in an assignment and he wants to know where it is. Like, my sister took advantage of it. Yeah, I feel like knowing your dad, like, I, you know, I, I've known, you know, I've, I've, I've had extended conversations with your dad before. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the way your dad is and the way your mom is. I feel like there's no way in hell that they would have let you get o- get over on your dad but because your dad being no. the principal. No. Your sister, I can see it being a my little si- Well, so my sister would just be like, oh, I forgot my lunch money. Dad, can I get my like, – and then the every principal gets the stamp that's their signature. So if you need something signed, you just get the stamp yeah. from the secretary and you take care of it that way. But it was – my dad was always like – teachers tried to make us like – Oh, get away yeah. with stuff. I had a I had a teacher hand me a pass when I asked for a pass to go back to class and he just wrote on the paper my last name is foreign I can do what I want and I was like can I get a real pass cuz this is not going to fly with the security guards and it was just like they would ask me if we were going to have no school the next day and I was like you know how the school district works like my dad doesn't make that call it's people so people thought I could get away with a lot more than my dad would ever just like my dad is the most like, if you want something, you got to work for it. And yeah, he instilled that in me since I yeah. was like two years old when I could first learn information. So. That's a very stoic, mm-hmm. you know, Irish kind yeah. of very. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And where where's your mom? Just doesn't put up with any shit. No. <laughs> My mom's great. She also yeah. talks a lot, but well, she's Italian. Yeah, so like, she's. If you ever see my mother and my father together, you will have a hard time understanding how that relationship works because my father hates all human beings. My mother loves all human beings. And so together, my dad just kind of stands off in a corner and lets her do what she wants to do. And at, at, you know, at one point you, you, you do wonder how that works, but then you realize at the same time why it's perfect. Right. Exactly. Because you look at mine and Jamie's relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm obviously the very loquacious one. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously the one who's, you know, outgoing and verbose. Now, Jamie's a very warm, yeah. smiley, happy person for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, she's the also the type of person that, you know, we'll be having a conversation and, you know, all of us will be having a conversation. She won't say a thing, but at the perfect moment, she'll say the perfect thing at the yep. perfect moment and just fucking <laughs> just totally bogarts the entire mm-hmm. situation, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but you look at us, and, you know, we're very we're very dissimilar in, in, mm-hmm. in, in social ways um, until she's very comfortable with somebody. Whereas I'll walk up to a total stranger and five minutes later, he'll be right. my best friend. Mm-hmm. Ask Jacqueline. I did the same yeah. thing to her, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, um, it works. It often works. Mm-hmm. It often works. Yeah. What, honestly, when you see two people that are extremely alike socially and things like that, Unless they unless they communicate well or unless they mm-hmm. they really work together well, often you see them, yeah, fighting right. not, not like fighting with each other, mm-hmm. but like their two personalities just yeah bouncing against each other, mm-hmm. and eventually there's resentment or something. Like it's I don't know. Yeah. Relationships are weird. It's an entire other show we could have. It is, uh, and uh, compelling subjects such as that you will find on every episode of Couch Crouches coming out hopefully every week. <laughs> Your mouth to God's ears, sir. <laughs> That being said, though, we 
are beginning to come up on we're at we're at about 55 minutes and 30 seconds okay so we don't have to go and we can go less than an hour we can go more than an hour mm -hmm. but um i think we this this kind of this kind of reintroduction um we probably don't want to go too long on it right um why are we doing this joe we're doing it because, well, one, we want to do it. We want to have this podcast. That's a thing that we talk about constantly. When we weren't recording episodes, we were like, we need to get back to doing this. So let's get back to doing it. But it's also, you know, like I said before, we both wanted to hang out more and wanted to spend more time together as friends. And this is something that means we get to have more conversations and be friends and, you know, just chill for a bit. And everybody that we talk to, when they yeah. hear us talk, Mm -hmm. when they hear us bullshit they're fascinated yeah you know they're like you should be you know you should record this shit well we do you should fucking be listening yeah, you know you should listen to it um but we're great to play in the background of a party to make it sound like there's people having interesting <laughs> conversations absolutely um but as we said you know one thing we really want is to make the experience a little bit more interactive mm -hmm. so if you are listening now and you have ideas, anything, mm -hmm. any kind of idea, um, or you want to say how ridiculous we are, or you want to talk about how boring we are, or you want to make fun of us, yeah. or you want to make fun of Joe because he's hopelessly hopelessly single and will never find a girl that actually wants anything to do with that. That's me. You know, um, <laughs> communicate. You know, yeah. take part. Um no one's getting blocked from Twitter yet. Nope. You know, it's just not going to happen. You know, tweet us, um, Facebook message us, put something on our on our, on our wall, mm -hmm. um, email us. You know, if you got something specific at couchcrouches at gmail dot com. Yeah. You know, don't don't um don't hold back. Don't hold back. You know, we are very uh, ready to listen and not really gonna give a shit what you have to say yeah. in regards to like if you want to say. Hey, I hate your show. At least you listened, you know. Yeah, I mean, at least you gave us long enough to, to to at least hear like you know the first the first social media plug, right? So, you know, you know, maybe if you tell us you hate the show, might answer you back and go, okay, why? Yeah, what can we do to make you like it more? And if you can't give me a bullshit, if you give me like a bullshit answer, like, well, because you guys suck, well, that's not a that that's really not a reason. Frankly, you suck because. <laughs> You know, it's it's one thing to not like something, but mm -hmm. you know, and I said troll me, so go ahead and troll me. Yeah. But if you troll me, I'm gonna bust your balls, <laughs> you know. And if you can't follow up your troll with anything interesting, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna bust your balls on the fucking podcast. Yeah. Like that's gonna happen. I'd love to have a reader mail episode. Mm -hmm. I would. You know, I'd love to have a Q and A episode. Hopefully, we get more listeners. Yeah. So maybe you should get out there and get us some listeners, people. Um, yeah. If you if you like this show or if you don't like this show, recommend it to your friends. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. Just tell somebody to listen to it. So I think that's a good place to hang it up. I think it is, too. All right. So uh, we hope to be doing many of these. So I'm going to, you know, hopefully get these posted um, every Wednesday. We want to I want to see these get posted mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, get these out to you and uh, do it once a week. So. And hopefully you like it. And if you don't, hopefully you tell us something about that. Yeah. So. But with that, I guess we'll uh, hang it up here for uh, for Couch Crouches. I'm Jim. I'm Joe. Fuck on, audience. Later. <laughs>